When we get an intuitive message, who is sending that message? When we hear something intuitively, who are we hearing? And how does that work? That's what I'm going to cover today. This is your moment. Okay, this is one of those questions that I could go really deep. I could go really in depth and throw out some really big possibilities, which you know I'm going to do. That's that's how this is going to roll. <laughs> but to be fair, I want to start out simple. I want to talk about, you know, really answering the question, who are we hearing? Who are we listening to? Where is this coming from? I do want to answer that question. I want to break down a little bit into the different sources that we might be getting information from, how to discern that, uh, and really kind of dive in and pick it apart. A couple things I want to say right out of the gate is, first off, this question comes quite frequently from people that are taking the Sage Method course. Now, this is the course that I've been teaching since like 2008. It's an intensive course. It's designed to literally assist you in not only figuring out how intuition works, but how it works for you. Like it walks you through step by step on how to open up your intuitive channel in the way that works best for you because we're all unique. It's really, it's a very intricate course and it's a really effective course. But what happens when people go through the course is they get about halfway through and they start getting intuitive messages and they start hearing more clearly, seeing more clearly or feeling things more clearly intuitively. And then they go, where is this coming from? <laughs> and while in the course, I do elaborate on this a bit toward the end of the course. It's usually about mid, because it's a seven week course. And it's usually about mid, mid, mid course that somebody says, hey, wow, not only is this happening, but where is it coming from? The other thing I want to touch base on real quick too is before I break down the categories and how to sort of discern that is the negative aspect of this. So I just want to, you know, pull this out, talk about it for a brief second and then move on. If you're getting messages that are negative in nature, uh, that feel heavy, that feel dark, get some assistance, reach out to someone. If you want to reach out to a spiritual person, reach out to somebody that does clearings and such. If you want to reach out to somebody that is in the human realms, please reach out to a therapist and open up a conversation because on a very rare occasion, somebody might be getting negative influences coming in and we need to do this. GCP, ground clear, protect yourself daily. That will assist, but I never want to discount that very, very rare situation that might happen. So we're going to take that, say, yes, that does happen on a rare occasion. Please find somebody to connect with and talk to about this. Also, if you are feeling things, whether they're negative or positive, if you're feeling anything and immediately marking it as something to be scared of, um, perhaps the terms demon or evil or things like this, there might be another reset to do right there. Something to kind of take a step back. And what I want you to look at is where did that knowledge come from, right? Where did that story come from that anything that you feel intuitively must be demonic or it must be this or it must be that? I want you to just take a step back. What living person told you that? And does that align with who you are in your core? If it does, shut it down, get a therapist, 
follow your path and follow your path with all of your heart. But if it doesn't align, I want you to take a minute to explore it. Doesn't hurt, right? Always stay open, follow your own heart and have your own connection. That's, that's what this is all about. Now, let's jump into the meat of this. We are going to start with breaking it up into some categories. Okay. You've started playing around with your intuition. You started testing it out a little bit. You're kind of feeling your way through it. You're seeing a few things or you're hearing a few things and you're like, I'm not sure where that's coming from. This is where we jump into it. It can come from either a mediumship source or a psychic source. These are general categories. Under the mediumship category, a message can come through from a guide, from a spiritual guide. This would be somebody that you didn't know in this lifetime, but is on the other side, maybe part of your soul team watching over you. You can also get messages from past loved ones that are now on the other side and able to communicate through your intuitive channel. When it comes to guides, for example, these can be loved ones as well. So that's kind of a little Venn diagram thing going on right there. It can be both, it can be a loved one that's also guiding you specifically, but it can be, like I said, somebody part of your soul team that just didn't come down into this life and instead stayed back to watch over you on this life channel that you're on. It can sometimes on a rare occasion also be a higher source. And I teach people all over the globe, all different walks of life, all different religions. All of these spiritual paths are beautiful and unique. And as long as your spiritual religious path resonates with you, that's what you should follow because that's how you honor your spirit and your soul. So in working with people all over the globe, a lot of different people have different connections to different names and titles of higher beings that watch over them. All of this is beautiful. All of this is beautiful. I'm not a fan of one way is the only way. I think that's extremely limiting and that's extremely like lower earth-based thinking. So all paths are beautiful, whatever one you stepped into. It has different uh, names and titles and ways of designating higher up energies of beings that are watching over us. That does happen. I'll give one very popular example uh, and in, in the United States especially is Archangel Michael. A lot of people have this moment where they might feel like Archangel Michael is watching over them or guiding them. And that feels really surreal because in our human world, we we go, oh, is that, could it be? <laughs> and it could be. And here's the other piece of it. It also could be for uh, 200 million other people. So these higher ups do watch over many, many, many and guide many, many, many people. If you have something to do or you're a, a small part in a big piece of how the world is moving forward, especially in connection with love, yeah, I can, absolutely, you might have a period of time where you're watched over by uh, one of those higher up type beings. It happens for most everyone. <laughs> so we've got guides, we've got loved ones, and we've got the higher beings. And in the mediumship category, let's also throw in there animals that have passed and crossed over, whether it's a pet or uh, just an animal in general or somebody else's um, animal if you're doing a reading in that sense. These are the conscious beings that uh, could be delivering messages. And I'll talk about psychic energy next, but I will stay with me here because I am going to talk about how intuition flows through and how they get to the intuitive channel to get the message through. Because I think that's probably the deeper answer in all of this. When it comes to psychic, psychic's a little different, right? 
It's really cool. Both psychic and medium have really cool aspects to them. And the way psychic information comes through is when a psychic reads a person or a place or a location or even a period in time or an event or something like this, it's more like they're reading, um, if you can imagine, like a cloud of energy around it. And this cloud of energy holds the information, the emotions, the details, the trajectory, the results, the consequences. So can you see how psychic information can be really cool? <laughs> so when you're reading something psychically, the intuitive information comes through from this sort of uh, cloud-based format, right? Psychic energetically focuses in on connecting with that energy system and then the information comes through that way. So this can also be true. Uh, animals can also go into that category as well. People can go into that category. But psychic information is usually uh, based on knowledge of something, whereas mediumship is based on a conversation being had. We'll put those both in that. We'll set those in their own categories to kind of help understand where it's coming. Now let's talk about how it goes through us. And then once we talk about that, I will end with, you know, going really deep on what some of the actual deeper, bigger possibilities are in, in how you're getting this and who it's coming, you know, who's saying this and where is it coming from? But let's talk for a moment how it goes through. Now, I say this a lot because it's important. Everyone's intuition is strong. Everyone's intuition is 100% strong. It is your sixth sense. We all have it. There's not one person that is gifted and one person that is not. We all have the gift. So if we want to use the word gift, absolutely, let's go for it. But we all have the same gift. It's, it's, it's just a natural part of who we are. We all come down with five senses. Well, we all come down with six. So then people say, well, why are some people really, really good at it. Some people, that's their path. They're supposed to follow that path. They're supposed to bring it into the world and they focus on it every single day. I'm not good at other things, but if I focused on them every single day, I'm capable and so I would get good at them. That's kind of how intuition is, right? Focus on it, understand it, figure out how it works for you. That's where, that, that's where the training in the SAGE method focuses you into. And then you're able to use it on a regular basis. And, and it's not that it becomes stronger. It's that it opens up more and you get more access to what was already there. That's the best way to explain it. So the sixth sense speaks to the other five. We're all strong. We all have the sixth sense. But the sixth sense says, hey, and triggers one of the five deliver this piece of information. And so our five senses then perk up. So it does run through the nervous system. It's kind of like sparking the nervous system to have somebody see something, feel something, hear something. And in that process, your five senses, your nervous system is pulling from a giant library of information that you have seen, heard, smelled, tasted, and felt. You're, you have all this experience in this lifetime. So if you get an intuitive hit where you smell chocolate chip cookies, your intuition, your sixth sense is triggering one of your five senses, which is the sense of smell, to bring back that memory of what chocolate chip cookies smell like. If you see a red 
Volkswagen Beetle. Your sixth sense is triggering your visual sense to remember what that vehicle looked like when you saw it 17 years ago, randomly, and you are gonna have moments where you see something, smell something, hear something, or feel something that you, you don't feel like you have ever seen before. Completely natural. We absorb something like 6,000 bits of information per second. I mean, we absorb so much information every moment of our lives. And then we filter out that which we're gonna focus on. But everything that wasn't filtered out still has run through that library. So even if you see something intuitively or hear something that you think, I've never seen that before, you have. And it did come in a particular way and it might have been subliminal or filtered out. So it, it's, it's actually a really amazing system because if you think about it, either uh, connecting with uh, psychic energy of an object or a place or a thing or connecting with a loved one and having them trigger your sixth sense to bring up the knowledge or the, the, that one piece from your library to show you this or, or have you hear something or see something or feel something is a beautiful thing. It's an absolutely beautiful thing. It's poetic. It's, um, it's like an orchestra all working together within your system. It's really quite amazing if you just sit and absorb that for a moment of how powerful that is. So your intuition is your connection to your higher self. It's your connection to source. It's connection to guides. It's connection to deeper information. And your intuition is working with your physical body, your, your other five senses, to be able to bring into this existence on this linear timeline, in this moment, a message in a way that you will understand it for guidance. I think that is absolutely amazing and it just makes me love my job even more. <laughs> and we all have it, but it's very much covered up, very much cluttered. Perhaps it's been told to you that it's not real, doesn't exist, you can't use it. Perhaps it's been told to you that the only people that use that are really weird and they're way out there and they do this and they do that. No, intuition is very natural, it's very real. If you talk to star athletes, uh, people that uh, are really successful in any arena, art, business, uh, cooking, there is an intuitive channel that works with them, and they work with their intuition. They follow their gut or, you know, those types of things. It's very real. And when you relax into being able to use it, it, it can be very much life-changing. So I said to you in the beginning of this that I was going to talk about like the bigger piece, the deeper piece, like, okay, well, that's, that's cool. What have we talked about so far? The sixth sense uses the other five senses to deliver bits of information, pulling from a database or a giant library of every visual, everything you ever, you know, collected in your life, using it in such a way to be able to deliver the important message that they're trying to tell us. Got it. Okay. Everyone's intuitive. Got it. Okay. So with this, with this concept, let's go a little bit further. Is, you know, is your intuition really just an extension of your higher self? Is all of this your higher self? Is that possible? Yeah, it absolutely is possible. I can say that my grandmother who's deceased is coming through to give me a message, but yet it, is that actually really me? Is all of this me? 
there's there's levels that you can go to where in the end is it all since we're all connected are we all one and if we are all one then yeah the messages the information i'm picking up psychically from this building or from this situation is actually a part of my higher self anyway this information that i'm picking up from a guide or from a loved one is actually just me it's a part of my higher self as well now i'll tell you this I am also human. <laughs> so I don't really want to completely jump on board with solipsism, which is exactly what that is, that everything is just you. But it's a theory out there. And I am a big believer in staying open to theories and staying open to all possibilities. When you land on something and refuse to look in any other direction, that's when the journey stops. So I'm open to it. I'm open to it. And it's something to ponder, which is why I'm bringing it into this session for you. But if you're interested in it, it's called solipsism. And it's just the one viewpoint of everything is all me. And I'm not a fan because, you know, I really like my kids. And I really like my partner. And I really like you. And I love this interaction. And I love the human experience. So, I, you know, there's a bunch of ways you can think about it. But yeah, your guides can be yourself giving yourself you know, information and direction. When we think about it in these terms, linear time only exists here on earth. On the other side, it's not linear time, which means that everything over there happens in an instant. So are we watching over ourselves? Are other members of our soul group watching out for us? Are we all in one or are we a team? Find where it lands for you. And I'm going to kind of throw it Throw it back your way and say, sit with it intuitively. <laughs> sit with it intuitively. If you'd like to really, you know, separate out the different things that work for you intuitively and the things that maybe aren't your vibe and how everything works out for you, I would highly suggest checking out the Sage Method because I've been teaching it for years and years. And it's really quite amazing and I'm really uh, blessed to be able to connect with so many people and it's all of those experiences that I'm able to bring to you here to pass along things for you to think about and things for you to really explore because that's what the journey is all about. This podcast is brought to you by The Sage Method, the most comprehensive and down-to-earth intuitive development training available. Is this your year? Is it finally your time to increase your intuition? bring in more abundance, and experience the bliss you deserve? If yes, then join thousands of students across the world for a seven-week journey to uncover your natural, beautiful, and strong intuition. Visit us at thesagemethod.com for more information.